On today's first round KO, me and my special guests talk a lot about the Brewers. We talk about Marvin Bagley's Summer League. We talk about Kawhi Leonard and LA, Carmelo Anthony, the Bucks getting Lopez and Urson, Brock Lesnar in the UFC and WWE, and a little bit about Miller Park. Let's get it. Welcome to those must hear WSUW sports podcasts in history. Welcome to First Round KO. I am your host, KO, a.k.a. Howard J. Dingers, and I am joined today by my roommate, who is the power-lifting, God-saving, hipster-looking, Zachary Raceman. Hey, thanks for having me on the podcast I haven't listened to yet. <laughs> I see that's what no I love a a couple of my friends have messaged me saying like oh yo sorry I haven't listened to your podcast yet like I get like I get it if you don't watch sports then I it would be I'm surprised my sister listens because she yeah she when when I had it live she just listened she she listened live every day I was like I mean cool but like do you even care about it? No. Like it's sports. Like Not I really. get I get it if you don't listen. It's fine. The but the sad thing is I listen to podcasts like 24/7. <laughs> me too. I but I have tried listening to myself. It's super weird. Yeah. It's the I one thing I try listening to you too and it's also really weird. <laughs> All right, fine. I invite you onto my podcast and All right. <laughs> Let's knock out some topics. So we're going to start today because Zach is a, along with myself, we are huge Brewer fans, and we have to talk about this because um, as of the day that this comes out, um, the final vote for the All-Star Game is going to be official, I believe, in like something weird, like 18 hours, like tomorrow at noon or something, or like 3, no, 3 Such p.m. Such a strange time. It's like 2 or noon. 3 p.m., yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Jesus Aguilar is currently leading the vote. As he should be. Yeah. Um, and I think Gene Segura from the Mariners is leading the AL vote right now. But right now, uh, Jesus Aguilar missed the initial all-star voting. He didn't make the first the, the initial teams. Um, but right now, the MLB has the final vote, which one player from the National League and one player from the American League gets one more vote, one more attempt to get into the game. Um, and Jesus Aguilar, who I think should have just actually been in the All-State. He wasn't even on the ballot. No, I Because he that. wasn't a starter. He, it was, our, the Brewers' starter on the ballot was Eric Thames at the at the time because he was our opening day starter. Um, but, yeah, Aguilar wasn't on the ballot. He should be on the ballot because, as of right now, he leads Major League in um, home runs. Mm-hmm. Or maybe not Major League, but it, National League for sure in home runs. And I believe he's up there in RBIs, too. Yeah, the dude's just incredible, and he he hasn't played a full season. That's the other thing. Like he's he's up there in all these stats, yeah, and he like, missed the first month because he wasn't playing because Eric Thames was our starter. Yeah, I mean he also pounded his way onto the starting lineup last year. Yeah, like, he wasn't even on the starting lineup. No, he just and got off the bench and was like, I'm going to start playing. <laughs> it's such a great story because this dude, um, before spring training last season, he wasn't even on our roster. He got waived by Cleveland. Cleveland didn't want him, so they waived him. We picked him up just to be a bat off the bench, yeah. which is what he was most of the year last year. 
He was good bad off the bench. Yeah. He hit like 10 home runs last year. Pinch hitting, that's not easy. And and then this year, Eric Thames goes down, and Aguilar wins the starting job, basically. Yeah. Like, everyone was saying once Thames came back, Thames doesn't have a starting job anymore. Like, it's Aguilar's. And yeah. he's continued to prove that, even with Thames coming back. Too bad that we don't actually have a DH. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, if we had a DH. I mean, it works anyway, because with Braun being hurt so much, it's basically yeah. Braun and Thames. It was weird, because we started the season with Braun and Thames at first, and now they're switching off in the outfield. Yeah. You know, we don't know what we're doing. The Brewers are so – the Brewers we're have f- – flying by the seat of our pants, we're, kind of just winning on a whim at this point. <laughs> oh, absolutely. We have played 42 different players this season. That's the third most highest in Major League. It's ridiculous. But we're behind, like, the Mets and someone else. Yeah, well, the Mets don't count with anything. Okay, but the two teams <laughs> behind us with, like, 40 are the Dodgers and the Nationals. Okay, those count for something. <laughs> those count for something. The number one team was – Someone else who was good. I don't remember. Maybe maybe it was Colorado. Maybe it wasn't someone good. But anyway. <laughs> I was going to say, you're going to make that bold <laughs> statement online that that, Colo- that Colorado okay. is not the greatest team of all time. I was looking at that, though. They're only, I think they're 48 and 45 right now. They're only three games back of their lead. Are they? Yeah. They're in their division race. Like, hardcore. Like, they're literally only three games back. <laughs> Like, I was giving them shit earlier because, like, I got drafted by them on the show. And I was like, yeah, I don't want to play for the Rockies. I was like, I don't want to play for them. They're, but then I went and looked at the standings, and they're actually not terrible. <laughs> Mile high. That's too high for me. Well, yeah, that was the other thing. I was a pitcher. I didn't want to pitch. They're three and a half games back. And then they're 46 and 44. Okay, so, yeah. The, yeah. They're actually not terrible. <laughs> they're in their division race. Okay, but anyway, back to the whole thing. Jesus Aguilar. I think, in my opinion, is a National League MVP candidate at this point. I wouldn't go as far to say the MVP candidate. Why not? Mainly because it's like, he's yeah, he's hitting a lot. He's really going well. But if we took him out of the lineup, would it really affect us that much? Because we have so many first so. basemen that we could have, like, that we could put out there. And an MVP of the way I look at it is not the way that any league actually does look at it. Because MVP, That's true. the basic of it is I most agree with valuable player. I agree with you on I that. Mean, LeBron James should have been the MVP for the last 15 years. Yeah, exactly. Should have passed 20 before he was even playing. <laughs> yeah, like Aaron Rodgers should but, be the MVP. Um, Andrew Luck should be the ex- MVP because exactly. you take those players off their teams and they're terrible. Yeah, that's that's the way Peyton I look Manning. at it. Um, yeah. Yeah, especially if you take Peyton Manning off his team yeah. now, they're the soft. <laughs> um, no, I mean, he left the Colts and then they won, what, won two games or something yeah, like that? I don't know. Yeah, something like that. Something stupid, but um, that's gonna be a common phrase for me today. It's just like, I don't stupid. know. <laughs> but um, I think he he's in the running for it. I don't think that you should be able to put him up there with saying like he's going to be like the top dog. He's certainly getting up there. Like I'm sure I'm certain that as he like fits more and more into a role, that the next you know two or three years you could see him up there naturally with. Um, you're going to see him as a MVP candidate. But right now, looking at him, I don't think that he has the qualities to he has the qualities to be an MVP. He doesn't have the gumption, I feel like. It, like I feel like an MVP needs to be a leader and someone that's really well known. And right now he's getting his bearings of being well known and that's the first that's major fair. step. I yeah, I could I think he wouldn't get the votes. Especially right now. I don't know if he keeps this up. He might. Um, but, yeah, I don't think – he's not a household name. He wouldn't get the votes. But here's here's my argument. 
and I'm trying to pull up these stats really quick. Um, the dude, as of right now, like we said, he hasn't played as many games as everyone else, obviously. Like, if you look at games played, him versus um, – Oh, it's still, him versus like Lorenzo Cain, who's played. I think he's only sat like two, well, he missed a couple games there, but you know he hasn't played every game because he wasn't the opening day starter. But then he comes in, and now all of a sudden he is eleventh in batting average. Eric Thames is not eleventh in batting average. I can tell you that much. Yeah, that's because he's executor. <laughs> Why is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Eric Thames. Oh, don't even get me started on Eric Thames. Um, oh, I'm going to get you started on Eric Thames. He's, oh no, that, oh, I have to get, go on this on ESPN. You, yes, but here. your original statement that he's Jesus leading, leads the league. In, he's leading the uh, league in home runs, run, or in the National League in home runs. Yeah. Um, RBIs, he's up there. This is killing me. He's he's third in RBIs. He's got 64. The next two are Suarez and Baez. Yeah. Don't get me And he hasn't Baez. played the full season. So here, that's my argument. The Brewers are the first place team in the National League right now. Correct. And he is arguably the most productive player on the best team in the league. That's my argument because he he hasn't played a full season, but he came in and made an impact. He's made this team better and carried them through injury-prone stretches. Yes. And now he's leading the league in all these stats on a team who is leading the National League. So, like, in the sense of the way that me and you look at MVPs, I say he's the MVP of the National League right now. But I can also see where you would say he's he wouldn't get votes. Yeah, he wouldn't he wouldn't get votes whereas, you know, because honestly throughout names, you know, like I got the big old crush on Mr. Bryce Harper over there in uh, our nation's capital. But um a guy like that who, who's a by very the way, are 45 and 45. Solid 500. The team? The team. Yeah, the well, Nats, I'm not talking about the team. The I'm Nats talking are about a the guy. Solid, the, te- um, the Nationals are probably one of the most talented teams in the National League. Yeah. And they're 500. Yeah. Oh. Um, but. Yikes. But, you know, but it's guys like, um, it's, you know. It's, it's Harper. It's Rizzo and Bryant and the Cubs. It's Freddie Freeman, who's yeah. having, I, I will admit, Freddie Freeman's having an amazing season. Um, he'll probably get most of the votes come voting time yeah. because he's been he's been a big name since his rookie year, and it, same with Bryant. I don't you, even know, you know if Freddie Freeman's ever won a MVP. I don't think he has. No, because this is only like his I want to say his fifth season. He's coming up on arbitration. Actually, that'd be that'll be interesting. But yeah, he uh, he's young. Like I remember his rookie year. That's all. Yeah. You, like I, I, mean, I have playing as him in his rookie year. Yeah, the show. <laughs> exactly. Like I I haven't watched baseball long, but I I've seen him. Or I remember seeing him his rookie year and hearing about how good this dude is. I want to say five years. That, that for some reason that's sticking out in my mind. But yeah, he he's the kind of guy who because he's been such a big name throughout his career, he's gonna be. He's probably gonna get most of the votes. It, you know, especially if the season ended today, because he's up there. He's number six in RBIs. I'm sure he's up there in home runs. The dude's an animal. Um, he looks Aguilar like an old, like, auto. childhood friend of mine. That's always been a thing I've, like, <laughs> I've always noticed. That's kind of funny. He's I, played since 2010. 16, okay. So he's oh, been in the league eight for years. years so. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Oh, well, that was – never mind then. Um, I mean, he only played 20 games in 2010. Oh, okay, okay. But, so then I it, mean, it was the next year probably that he was his big – not rookie year, obviously, but – I mean, yeah, the his, starting His year. coming out yeah. year. Um, so, yeah, I <sighs> – I, I'm really excited that he's leading the votes, and hopefully, 
by the time that anyone who is listening to this, hopefully by the time that you are listening to this, hopefully the vote is final and hopefully Aguilar made it in because the man deserves an all-star spot. Like, there's no doubt about that. Yeah. His stats speak for themselves. And the city of Milwaukee and the team in general have been... It's a lot of fun right now. They're so fun. It's a lot of fun right now to go to a Milwaukee Brewers game. And that's (laughs) something I have not said since 2011. Honestly, like, (laughs) I I went to the game on Sunday, which is why there wasn't an episode on Monday. I was very tired. I was very sick. I'm going to test that. He sounded like a weak had, chihuahua when I he lost got home. my voice. Plus, I, 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 if you can't tell already right now, I'm still sick. But it was so much worse on Sunday. But any, So I didn't do an episode on Monday. That's why. But I went to the game. It was just so fun. And even, I mean, it was a 10-1 to 1 game. So obviously that's going to be fun. But the atmosphere is crazy. The team is so popular right now. And they're just so much fun to watch. Yeah. It's fun to just sit up in the stands because everyone – Normally, over the past five years, people in the Milwaukee stands have not given two craps about what has been happening on the field and that they've been going there for a family outing mm-hmm. or they've been going there for free beer mm-hmm. or something like that or like dollar free. dollar hot dogs. Man, I wish there was free beer there. Um, <laughs> you would think at yeah, Miller at Park. At some point, it would be like dollar beer night or something like you that. You would think that Miller Light would be cheaper at Miller Park. That's all I'm going to say. Shouldn't be I think that a double shot of Jim Bean and Coke wouldn't be like twenty-seven dollars, <laughs> but here we are. But um, but they're just oh, all like I'm looking at these rankings. They're 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 batting ranking. They're number seventh overall in the league, and for their pitching rank, they're they're actually third for pitching in the National League, which is something I didn't think would happen. No, because everything else, like then. we we know that the that the bullpen is strong. They've been slacking oh, lately. They've been, especially yesterday. Did you watch the game yesterday? No, but I heard there was just like a weird. I'm pretty sure. Of well, Hater pitched two innings, and I'm he either. I know he let off two runs for sure, and it might have been three, so he struggled. And then Knievel comes in top of the tenth or bottom of the tenth to try to hold them, get it to eleventh inning, and he let off the the walk off win. Yeah. So like those two guys who have uh, Jeffress has been decent too. Um, he's actually been one of the better. Jeremy Jeffers. Jeremy Jeffers is actually statistically one of the best relief pitchers in the game right now. Um, yeah. it, it, it's, it's, I'm actually, like, for the first time since we had Brawny, well, maybe we still do, but um, since Fielder was still playing and we had Grinky out there tossing the ball and, you know, my favorite, Ricky Weeks, the best second baseman to ever play the game. <laughs> Um, I will go on record. I'm going on record right now and saying that Ricky Weeks will go down in history as the best second baseman to ever swing and miss in the oh home run derby ever. But oh it's the first time that I've ever gone into Milwaukee and been like, I'm actually proud of this team. Yeah. And it's like, I, it's, there have been times and moments over the past few years where it's like, we've looked okay. Yeah, the but since we year. hired yeah, for the first two months, we're like, oh, look at that, we're, we're good. Always, oh, yeah, and we're then decent. the Cardinals decide to actually start playing, and then uh, it's interesting. And then the Cubs going, decide not to suck. Yeah, and and then the Pirates just stayed there, <laughs> and the Reds haven't been good since Johnny Bench was on the team. Hey, Tucker um, Barnhart's the best catcher in Tucker the league. Tucker Barnhart. <laughs> Tucker Barnhart. He's my favorite. <laughs> um, but yeah. What was what were we just talking about here? Um, the braces wonder, Jesus. Oh yeah, Jesus. so like compared to the 2011 team, we don't really have a star pitcher. I would say we have a collective pitchers who are on and off. They're very hot and cold. They're either very good shutout team 
or they let give off. up seven runs. Yeah, yeah but. exactly. But we have Chasin, who's been a sleeper pickup in free agency. Mm-hmm. Chase Anderson, who was pretty good, he's slipping lately. Actually, no, he's he's been more solid lately. He was slipping. We got your guy. We got my guy, Freddie Peralta. Mr. Freddie over there. Who is one of the oh, – he's so good. He's an exciting pitcher. Like, I'm very excited. Him and Willie Peralta related. I was, about to say There's enga- a lot of, I was about to say engaged. <laughs> there's a lot of Peraltas in baseball. I've noticed that. Peralta. Like, he, I, I think he has a very exciting future. Um, even in the Brewers organization, I think he's just a very good, exciting young pitcher. I like him a lot. Brent Suter, he always brings a certain energy to the team, um, especially defensively. He seems to dive every game <laughs> for at least one ball, yeah. which is awesome. If you he, ain't diving, you ain't playing. He, he should. He honestly should vie for a Gold Glove this year at the pitching position because dude's made some incredible plays. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Like it's always fun watching uh, watching pitchers get a Gold Glove because you're like, wow. You caught three balls throughout the year. Here's an award. Right? <laughs> Congrats. Uh, but, like, yeah, so we have a solid first baseman. We have a solid outfield. It's kind of reminiscent of, you know, minus the actual one-star pitcher that we had in Grinky. It's reminiscent of the 2010-2011 team that yeah. but went even to then, the NLCS. Even then, like, when we got to the NLCS, I don't, we, didn't, we didn't even have Grinky. So I strike my statement back then. Did we not have Grinky then? We had him, like, the year after or something like that. We got him in, like, 2011. Are you sure about that? I don't know. I don't if know. you want to fact check that, we can, but I'll do that now. Okay. Um, but we had, you know, Giovanni Gallardo for a while. Which, he, he was very solid for us, yeah. for sure. I mean, until he was Until he decided to stop actually trying. Yeah, until he went to Seattle. <laughs> Is that where he's at right now? No, he well he was for like a couple of years and then we oh we now he's on the Rangers we we like brought that. him back this year yeah but then we cut him right away immediately yeah, like made me so happy training. I wanted him to I I was really hoping that it was like a Jeremy Jeffers situation speaking of the Jeremy Jeffers situation yes so sir it's interesting that um wait are you, do you have the stat on that or are you still you, looking you can for it? I'll just okay so randomly like, talk Jeremy Jeffers was in Milwaukee the first time he was pretty good he was like our closer he was awesome and then he goes to Texas doesn't do good. Comes back to Milwaukee, and now 2012? 11. I was holding up, like, oh, one, two, okay. two ones. So, oh, so we – that's the year we went there, isn't it? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. So we yeah, got we there – we so got yeah, to we the NLCS in 2011. Okay. Yeah. So we did have Green Key the year that we went to the NLCS. So, but the, so then we bring back Jeffrey Jer- – <laughs> Jeremy Jeffress from Texas, and he transforms himself. He finds his groove again in Milwaukee um, when he didn't do good in Texas. I think the same situation could be applied if the Brewers reached out to Oakland and made a slight trade for one Jonathan Lucroy. I don't want to see Lucroy back. Now hear me out. <laughs> I'm not saying that he would be our starter. He would be Manny Pena's backup. So he would play two or three games a week. I think he would be a solid backup. I think he could find more of a groove like Jeremy Jeffress did. I think we'd be paying a lot for a backup. I don't think he's getting paid that much right now, though, because he didn't do good in Texas. He didn't do good in, in Colorado. Didn't do well. <laughs> he was bad. <laughs> Let's put it that way. He was bad. I don't know how a batter is bad in Colorado, but he was. He just he didn't find his groove. And now he's in Oakland. He's on the trading block. You know, there's still trading rumors around him. I think Mm -hmm. if the Brewers, you know, don't give up a lot, obviously, but if you go get him, I think he's a solid backup. I I like Eric Kratz. 
but he's he's been inconsistent after his hot start. So I don't know. I think a, I think a solid backup pitcher or catcher would be a decent idea. He's getting paid six point five. That's not that's still a decent amount for a backup. I don't know, but I I, 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 I think see it's what well you're saying. At, I think it's a good thing to look into. Yeah, I see what you're saying. It's always good to have a backup catcher, but there's also someone else that we should be taking more priority in getting. So the rumors are circulating right now. The three teams that are interested in Manny Machado from Baltimore are the Yankees. I'm forgetting the second team. <laughs> Shoot. I'll think about it. It's the I'll, Yankees, I'll get it. someone, and the Brewers. Now, if the Brewers get Manny Machado, I know, right? I'm going to look at my notifications it? on my phone. If the Brewers actually were to pull off getting Manny Machado, that would be... We would send him down the AAA and bring up Orlando <laughs> Arcia. Orlando Arcia, yeah. I'm just saying. No, we move Because Arcia. Orlando Arcia is the best utility player over Manny Machado. Red Sox. Red Sox. <laughs> now I'm torn. <laughs> no, stop it. Now I'm torn. <laughs> No. Anybody but Yankees. <laughs> Anything but Yankees at this point. Um, Yeah, so... Jeez, there's a lot that I haven't looked <laughs> Um, I If we... No, honestly, if we brought him in, and then whoever's at second, VR, if we moved Arcia there, if we moved Shaw there to put Art or Manny put at Shaw third. second. I, I wouldn't wanna, mind I that. I don't want to see Arcia. Um, I don't want to see Arcia. I don't want to see... Machado at second. That would be a waste of a glove. Oh, we wouldn't put Machado. Machado would either be short yeah. or third. So then we would move someone to second. Let's or put Machado at first. Be VR's fun. actually been doing good this year. I actually like Jonathan VR this year. Would you? What? <laughs> let's put Machado at first. That'd be fun. Yeah, let's just let's put Jesus at short. Yeah. He probably. <laughs> this is some stuff that uh, Kizmo would do in <laughs> the show. Dude, put Eric Thames at catcher, and then he <laughs> literally. Like, Where was he pitch, dropping the ball? <laughs> every pitch he would get, he would drop the ball. It was so funny. I kind of want to try that because I think it'd be fun. Um, yeah, if the Brewers actually get Machado, I I don't know though because like I don't want to give up too much. Like our offense is decent. Yeah. So like I don't know why we, not make it better. Yeah. Why not give us the extra push because that we haven't rather, been able to have for the past few years? Because I would years. rather go get an ace. I would rather go get a starting pitcher. Well, that could also happen. But I think we would get both. Yeah, not like I don't a, think the you would get. You would get a great. You know, if you could get the best of both worlds in the situation, I don't have a necessary like option for a pitcher for us right now. Like I'm thinking, but it's not going to be like a. You know, a 98 overall pitcher. It'd probably be like an 89. See, my thought like only. there. And then we would get like a 98 overall sh- um, shortstop third baseman. I guess. My which thought I always would be goes fine to, with. It always goes to Syndergaard and, We're not gonna get and, the, and the other dude in. <laughs> Sonny Gray. No, not Sonny Gray. Who's the other dude in New York? That's who I was thinking of. <laughs> it's Syndergaard. CeCe Sabathia? <laughs> Yes, bring back CC. <laughs> bring him home, dude's like. Bring that slider back to Milwaukee. Let's dude's get like it. Sixty years old, but I don't even care. <laughs> He's not actually sixty. Man walks like an eighty-year-old and looks like a. <laughs> I don't even he want to say what like he looks. He walked like an eighty-year-old when he was in Milwaukee. Oh, uh, he walked like an eighty-year-old when he was twenty-three. <laughs> Dude did not belong in the National League. I'll tell you that much. He he is an American American League pitcher. That's for sure. He looks like he can be like a. So overall, I think. It is possible that the Brewers get Machado. You know who should we get? I, R. A. Dickey. Oh, 
Let's get the knuckleball going in Milwaukee. No. No, 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 no. The Milwaukee Knuckles. No, 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 no. Make us a Sonic character. We need to go get Bartolo Colon. <laughs> I swear to God, <laughs> if we get Bartolo Colon, I'm officially switching over to Red Sox as my number oh, one favorite team. No, the Brewers, I think we need to go for pitching. I've been saying this all season. We need to trade for a pitcher. But I've been saying that for the past four years. That's true, too. Um, but if, if we go and get Machado, it would be... Obviously, it's going to be good when you add a player of that skill level. It's going to help you. It'll probably he would probably be the deciding factor in the National League Central race. I think if we got him, I think we win the Central pretty easy. Yeah. Um, even without him, it, right now it's kind of looking like we do be, you know, outpace the Cubs. I don't want to jinx that. I've been is, saying it all year. Because they, they've been like they've been. Well, here's my thing too, because every year the Brewers, it seems, after the All Star break. We fall apart. We need to stay in first place exactly, until the All-Star year, break. Exactly, we go into the All-Star break with a five-game lead, and then we just lose it, like, in the next two weeks. Exactly. But this year, I think it's different, and I, I think I said this on my first show. It's My prediction was that we were going to get at least two people in the All-Star game. It's looking like we're going to have at least, we're going to have three, hopefully four. Mm-hmm. And I kept saying, I kept saying Shaw, um, who didn't make it, but then I said Kane, Yelich, and Hayter. Those three made it. Now Aguilar is going to make it. The tilted dropping hater. <laughs> hater drops tilted. Hater. Um, put that on record. Those hater three enter, tilted. and then they keep playing in the in the in those two days. Yeah. They they stay active, and then they keep that energy. And even Lorenzo, because he's such a veteran, he keeps that energy. He keeps that winning momentum, go coming out of the All Star break. Yeah. I think that's why the Brewers are in the best shape that they have been since 2011. Yeah. Um, that's why I think we're going to win the National League Central this year. Well, I believe that we will. Even I, just, though, I just don't think it's going to be a cakewalk. I think it's going to be oh, incredibly I mean, difficult the yeah. rest of the year. When you got Joe Madden managing the team, the other team in your oh, division. And you just have the Cardinals in the who, division in general. Yeah, who the Cardinals. Although we don't play the Cardinals much. So I'm not worried about them. <laughs> but the Cardinals is just... The Cardinals, it seems like they I've been saying this us. since 2008, is that the Cardinals are the big brother of the National League. Is it. that if you if you have something good going for you, the Cardinals will all of a sudden realize it. They'll, they'll <laughs> let you have fun with it. They'll let you play with your little red ball. They'll let you toss it around in the street. Then when, as soon as you get a little bit too much fun, come over to you with a needle and pop it. <laughs> and it's not a fun time. As any fan in the National League. It did feel like for a good, what, like 20 years that it was either the Cardinals or the Giants in the World Series. <laughs> I was fine with the Giants being in it. The Giants, yeah, I don't mind them. Yeah. Because Buster Posey's pretty good. But I want to see Milwaukee, and I think this is our year. Hey, remember I told you last year, I hate that I'm reminding you this right now, but during the World Series, I said if the Brewers made it, I said if the Brewers Astros are the World Series, I will buy us tickets to the World Series. This year, you did say that. I did say that. If I was actually right, I was just straight goofing at that point. They're some of the best teams in their division. I know. In their they are the best teams in the division. Just saying. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to complain because we'll be able to go. Bro. <laughs> to a Brewers like, World, Series, World game. Series game. The first one since what? Was it 82? 82. 82. Was it 82? 87, 82. 82? I feel like that's recent. I suppose. Yeah, we were in the AL. So. Yeah. And guess who it's we played? Not that recent. The, the St. Louis Cardinals. God. The old brother. <laughs> 
So to recap the Brewers real quick, we're going to get Machado. <laughs> Jesus Aguilar is the MVP. The Cardinals are going to beat us out in the NL Central. <laughs> and the, and, but it's also, we're going to hit the wild card and we're going to make it to the series against the And Astros. Bartolo Colon is going to collapse on the mound with a heart Bartolo attack. Bartolo Colon is the GOAT. He's not actually the GOAT, Bartolo, but I love him. And Bartolo Colon is the fastest fat man in the NL. <laughs> Gordon. <laughs> that was one of the that was one of my favorite days ever. And the last thing is that Jesus Aguilar is probably the most attractive man with braces. I'll give you that. There you go. Uh, that is a fact. Um all right, moving on. Moving from MLB to NBA because there's a lot to talk about NBA. We don't have to spend too much time on each topic, but I just want to touch on a couple, of, especially because you don't watch NBA. But that's okay. That's a true fact. It's a, it it's still fun to talk about because this stuff Especially off season, it's all opinion anyway. <laughs> so it's it's really fun to talk about. And what is the best thing about my quality? I have opinions. <laughs> <laughs> At least you can formulate them. So this first, the first thing that we're going to talk about is one of my favorite rookies coming out of this year is Marvin Bagley Jr. In my mock draft, I had him going number one overall. He went number two. That's okay. But now he's in Phoenix, and or he should have went to Phoenix. Sorry. Now he's in Sacramento on the Kings. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Still salty. No. Um, so in his first three games, he averaged 8.7 points, five rebounds, and two blocks um, in his first three summer league games with Sacramento. And then in his fourth game, he dropped 15 points and seven rebounds um, when he went up against DeAndre Ayton, the, the number one overall pick for Phoenix. Um, but then... In that fourth game, Marvin Bagley suffered a bruised pelvic bone. What's a shame. I'm going to throw up, the, since this is a podcast, huge air quotes, pelvic bruised bone. Because everyone knows that the pelvic bone doesn't exist. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah, we know. Yeah, so now he's I'm out, a biologist. So now he's out of the rest of the NBA Summer League. So here's my thing. In the first game... He looked bad because in college he was a big man with a very polished offensive game because he was quicker than the other big men. So he was able to move past them and get to the bucket. And now, I'm not sure that's an ad. (laughs) What are you Um, looking up on your computer, Kyle? (laughs) um, So now he faces faster competition in the NBA. Even if it's summer league, it's still better athletes, better competition. And he... He struggled. He struggled a lot in that first game. I think he only scored like two points. I don't think he hit a field goal. I think it was off of free throws. <laughs> it, the first game did not look good because it, it, he just he looked slow compared to everyone else because he he's used to being faster than everyone. So he just kind of looked out of he just looked out of it. He looked out of place, out of his that, element. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like he he didn't know how to adapt. <laughs> Apparently, you know. Through these next couple of games, he adapted a little bit because he he actually scored 15 against the Suns and Aiton. I get that's pretty good, but so here's my thing. I think that his camp and him both looked at this and said, "You know what? This isn't looking good. This is you know, we're, we're the second overall pick. We were you know Bagley's supposed to be the most NBA ready." And he's not looking like it. No. So, okay, you know what, Bagley? <laughs> Your pelvic bone is bruised. You're out for the rest of the... Th- like, what? First of all, 
A bone bruise should not keep you out of the rest of the NBA Summer League. It shouldn't be that long. Second of all, play through a pelvic bone bruise. Like, what? How is that? Well, I mean, if it's just a summer league, you know, I push it. But but he's young. I, I, think, I mean, that's another thing. He's just I, young. I don't buy. Play. I don't buy the injury. And I'm a big Bagley dude, but he did not look good. And I think I think this is a total, a total fake, if not an exaggerated injury, to get him out of the summer league, so that he's protected and still talked about come the actual NBA season. Wasn't this a theory I was talking with you about with, like, ball with Lonzo? Yes. Yeah, and actually, he got hurt, and then you were like, oh, <laughs> Well, okay, so, yeah, so that that's a good example of this because as soon as the Lakers started talking to Kawhi Leonard or to the Spurs about Kawhi Leonard, their reports came out that Lonzo Ball tore his meniscus. Mm-hmm. Now, And then another report came out a couple days ago that said the Lakers did not want that information out and that LeVar um, – Tweeted it or something. He, he he released the information himself because they, obviously they don't. The Lakers themselves don't want that information out there. They want to be able to trade Lonzo because like, and it shouldn't affect trade talks too much because he's going to be ready for the NBA season. He's only out for the summer. Yeah, and he probably wasn't going to play but summer league anyway. It was, but it like definitely affects trades. Oh, absolutely. Because if you're hurt, you can't be traded. Exactly. So yeah. understatement of the century right there. So like, everyone that's my called it. I called it as soon as I saw it. Colin Coward was preaching it all on his show. Like everyone knew that. Even the kid the that bar. doesn't watch basketball yeah. was calling it. <laughs> like for real. So like I, I think we live in a world where in sports, obviously Kawhi Leonard just did it. The, his his camp kept telling everyone that he was still hurt for a full season after his injury. I believe he was hurt. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Because he I wasn't. was the one that hurt. I'm him. pretty sure reports actually came out that he wasn't hurt. I just I hate the fact that we live in a world where athletes will fake maybe either fake or exaggerate injuries or use injuries as leverage to stay on teams to not play in summer league. Yeah, because that's the one the biggest thing that I have with professional sports is that everyone asks too much for the thing that they've worked hard enough their entire lives for and they think that they deserve every single thing that they want when in reality it's another job but you're getting paid like a god for it and you don't need to be paid that yeah and first of all you don't need i don't know if that's like a controversial topic or anything like that i know it is but it's like i don't know if people are actually going to get up in arms about it but um it's the it's the fact of like the matter of fact of it is that if you're getting paid seventeen million dollars a year, play your damn sport, play the thing that you've been wanting to play even your entire you life. Even if a you don't like the team you're on, yeah, or b you're not looking good, go out and make yourself better. Yeah, look at you know the the horse that everyone rides is the name of LeBron James. <laughs> Literally, you can't even go one podcast anywhere without hearing it. Comedy podcast, sports podcast, I think music podcast, even talking about them. My last couple podcasts, <laughs> my last probably four or five podcasts have been. Well, that's just because LeBron you have like James. a blow up doll of LeBron James in your room. <laughs> but I wish. Um, it's like a punching bag, too. <laughs> but he punches back. Um, but it's like he. He has never complained about an injury for more than like two days, basically. Until this finals. Yeah, but that's... like it's, but it's Everyone not like forgot a... about that already. Exactly, that's the thing. Because now he's in LA. Because he doesn't. <laughs> because he did something else. Yeah. But um, he didn't. 
I can guarantee he didn't enjoy playing on the Cleveland Clavaliers. Clavaliers. That's what they're called now. LeBron's not there. Nobody gives a crap about what their name is. You got to add more L's now. But anyways, I can guarantee he didn't care about playing on that team all last year. But what did he do? He didn't say, my knee hurts, I'm just going to go sit on the bench. No, he played his ass off and got to the finals for the 17th year in a row. That's the thing. After the finals is when he actually said that his hand was broken. Like, it's not like... Is that an actual thing that happened? Yeah, he said he came out after after the fourth game, after they got swept, he came out with a cast on his left arm and said that his wrist was broken. How did his wrist get broken? He punched a uh, whiteboard. Apparently. Like, in the locker room, like, what did you learn? <laughs> what did you learn? Um, yeah, so, like, but, like, that's the thing. He could have, after game one, he could have just, because it happened game one. He could be like, oh, I'm tapping out. He could have very Cancel easily, the finals. LeBron James isn't in it. He very easily could have said, hey, my wrist is broken. I'm not going to stop up. But he, even if it's not hurt broken it was hurt he the words which everyone makes fun of the words were pretty much broken (laughs) (laughs) but he played through it yeah and he still almost carried his team i mean he carried his team to the finals and still through the finals yeah not to win obviously but they didn't win (laughs) not against golden state no not against the (sighs) toon squad the dude still persevered through what even even if it's a slight injury he still he didn't use it as an excuse. Yeah. He played through it. But and I mean, still you got, yeah, I think team. it's like, it, what, what's the number one thing that you basically use in basketball besides you know your legs? It's, it's your wrists. It's still, but you use it to stabilize. That's true. I, like, I played with a broken left wrist. Yeah, but you're also not in the NBA, so so that means I'm comparable to LeBron James. I've we, been saying we that both played through <laughs> a broken a broken left wrist. <laughs> I'm going to use that forever now. I am the same as LeBron James. <laughs> All right. <laughs> all right. Dudes on part of my take do that all the time. Yeah. I love it. And I'm the same size and weight as Conor McGregor, so exactly. I can start walking around with an you Irish accent. You are the accent. size of an NFL running back. Yeah. So you could just, just say not that. the weight of one. <laughs> I'm like, see, the, the the comparison of Conor and me, it's about the same because we're the same weight <laughs> and same height. You look at me and LT, yeah, we're about the same height, <laughs> but, the, but that dude's 60 pounds heavier than me. True. So, speaking of these injuries, we brought him up earlier, Kawhi Leonard. Um, this dude, he hurt. He got hurt in the Golden State Series two seasons ago, and then he, he has not played a, game, a basketball game in the NBA since, um, and he... Uh, reportedly was healthy enough about halfway through the season, but did, decided to keep sitting and stay healthy because he doesn't want to play in San Antonio anymore. He wants to get traded. He doesn't like the culture. And I could go on and on about how... All the excuses that you can make up for not wanting to play a game. <laughs> but I... I one hundred. Well, yes, I, I don't agree with him sitting out. I think he should have... Once he was healthy, he should have played. I do agree with... Perse- er, uh, preserving your body, you know, because you think you're going to get traded. But that's more of a team decision. If they're yeah. going to trade you, then you preserve them. I think he should have played. But I do – I understand every reason that he wants to leave, reported reason, because Kawhi Leonard has not said a word, like, since he got hurt. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, it's all reports and his agents yeah. and everything. But 
I I understand all the reasons that he reportedly wants to leave. I get it. They're good reasons. I I don't know. But so the biggest story here is that he reportedly wants to go to L.A. Now, he has not said which L.A. team, but I have a theory because Zach. A game as <laughs> A game theory. Um, as a man who does not watch the NBA. Correct, sir. When I say an L.A. basketball team, it's the first one that comes to your mind. Clippers. It's the first one that came to my mind because I was thinking of because it. I, <laughs> but no, like course, in general. The L.A. <laughs> Sparks. <laughs> the WNBA. The L.A. Rams. That might not even. The L.A. Lakers. The Los Angeles Ramators. <laughs> the Dodgers. <laughs> what other L.A. teams are there? The Angels. Chargers. <gasps> Can you imagine? No, can you imagine Andy if Kawhi Leonard got <laughs> went to play football? <laughs> Andy would just for move? San Diego. Kawhi Leonard well, played football for yeah, San Diego for the LA Chargers. He played on the Chargers. Can you if, imagine? <laughs> the dude would go crazy. <laughs> if Kawhi Leonard just goes to LA in general, Andy's gonna go nuts. You think so? Yeah. Well, that's because he went for to two San reasons. State. First thing. Because he hates L.A. <laughs> Second thing, because everything's moving to L.A. for him now. <laughs> that's true. Oh, my God. That's really funny, actually. Um, so, yeah. Okay. Wait, hold on. Another small thing. The Los Angeles Angels. What about them? It's just funny, their name. <laughs> what? Because Los Angeles is the angel. So, their name is the Angels Angels. <laughs> That's oh such God, a I've it's such a stupid joke, and I learned about it like a few years ago, and That's I've gotten people, so many mileage. Is that why people say of Anaheim, yeah. the Angels of Anaheim? Yeah, because they're from Anaheim. <laughs> because if you say the Los Angeles Angels, you're saying the Angels Angels. That makes so much sense now. Yeah. I've always wondered why people say the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Even then, what? it's the Angels Angels of Anaheim. The Angels of Anaheim. I've never, wow, I've never even the thought of know. that. That's amazing, actually. That's why I'm on this podcast. So anyway, back to my original question. Back to the Clippers. Go on. If you ask any sports fan, I'm looking away from Zach right now. If you ask any sports fan, an L.A. basketball team, their immediate thought is the L.A. Lakers because they're such a storied franchise and they're they're established. They're always relevant. They're always even when they're bad. Even these last couple seasons when they've been bad, get that Clippers logo away from me. I don't even like their new logo. I like their old one. Um, the Lakers—they're just established. They're always, even when they're bad, they're still—they still get TV airtime. They're just one of the great franchises. So when yes, that logo, I'll I'll, I'll accept that one. The old basketball one. What? <laughs> I know. <don't, laughs> there's a conspiracy going on. I love it with Los Angeles and San Diego, and I'm getting to the damn bottom of this <laughs> thing tonight. That's right. That used to be the San Diego. Clippers. If I don't talk for the rest of this podcast, it's because you're. Since I'm looking up all the San Diego teams that have gone to Los Angeles, random math equations in your head. Um, exactly. So. The there's people out there saying because Kawhi reportedly wants to go to the LA, to LA, that's all the reports say is that he wants to be traded to LA. So some people seem to be thinking that he would rather go to the Clippers than the Lakers, 
And that's wrong for so many reasons. What if he just means that he wants to go home? As in he like he wants does. to re- no he wants to just retire he wants to go home like he just he's literally just saying he, he's like I want to go to L A I just want to go home why I don't, wouldn't he do that then why wouldn't he just <laughs> I don't know as you said they're all speculations he gets like they're all and like, then retires yeah he just wants to go home <laughs> that would be kind of amazing yeah. no okay that so happens many, bring me back on the podcast yes absolutely <laughs> first of all no one in their right mind would pick the Lakers or the Clippers over the Lakers. I like if if you asked me, here's here's an NBA contract for the Clippers or the Lakers. Obviously, I'm signing with the. I don't even care if it's the Clippers three years ago who had Chris Paul, Blake Griffin, and DeAndre Jordan. They were obviously a better team than the Lakers. The Lakers haven't been good since Kobe. I would 100% take the Lakers every time. And do I even have? I don't even have anything for this. It's fine. We can just go off the cuff. Oh, yeah. That's what I planned on because – so then here's the other reason. Obviously, L.A. would be the team to go to. Here's the other reason. A man by the name of LeBron James. (laughs) Man by the name of Kobe Bryant. No. The man, the myth, the number eight man that you can't talk about. Kobe Bryant's Um, so passive aggressive during this whole situation, and it's amazing. Um, yeah, well, he is no, like, $75 okay. billion. Dollars. He's fine. Kawhi Leonard works so well in San Antonio because it's a, it's not a big market necessarily. It's not like an L.A. or a New York. Mm-hmm. And he's not a big market personality, dude. He he doesn't need to be the spotlight of a team. If he goes to the Clippers, he's going to be the spotlight. He's going to be the franchise player. Uh, everything, game wins and losses are going to be blamed on him. If you go to the Lakers, yes, you're second fiddle, quote-unquote, to LeBron James. But They're going to argu- be all blamed on LeVar Ball. Exactly. Everything's blamed on Lonzo. No, not Lonzo. LeVar. I know what I said, and I actually meant what I said. I didn't, like, mess up his LeVar name. Everything's LeVar Ball. Yeah. Um, Kawhi's injury, no, like, LeVar. All the focus is on LeBron James. And if you lose, it's not necessarily on you or LeBron. It's on the rest of the team. Like, yeah. It, it just makes so much more sense to go to the Lakers. You're going to be viable for a championship this year if you go there. On the Clippers, you're not winning anything. Probably ever. <laughs> the Clippers have been so close to a championship, and they get so – and they yet they're so far away. Like, yeah. they, they're never close, even though they have some of the best teams. It, it just – it would not make any sense for him to tell the Spurs to trade him to the Clippers rather than the Lakers. I just no, don't. I'm, I I agree with you. I it <laughs> just floors me that these reports are even out there. I it just, I don't get it. Well, it's for people like you. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> that that they're literally like just going. You know what we're gonna do today? It's for it's we're for, gonna figure yeah. out this kid over there. <laughs> He's from Tomahawk. For me specifically, yeah, this dude from, with the podcast yeah. that has ten listeners. By the way, did you know that he has a podcast? Yeah. Did you? You're did listening you guys know to I it. Have a podcast. I'm on SoundCloud. <laughs> Um, and YouTube, don't forget about YouTube. No, even like Colin Coward was freaking out about this too. He was like, freaking out about your podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I oh, by the way, real quick, I'll I'll talk about it at the end. No, I want to hear about it now. No, I, we'll talk about. Does it this at have the to end. do with Colin Coward? Like, no, knowing about your podcast. No, it. Oh, never, never mind. We'll, we'll don't talk it. about it. We'll get to it. Um. No, Kawhi Leonard. He's going to L.A. He's either going to L.A. or he's going to Philadelphia because f- those are the only two teams that. A, want him, B, can get him, like have the pieces to trade for him, and C, can actually buy for a championship. And 
and and he's not the focus of the team. The focus of the team, if he goes to Philadelphia, he's an established star. He's going to do what he's going to do. If they lose, the blame is going to go on Embiid and Simmons. It's not going to be on him. And when they win, it's probably going to be, you know, for like he won the game. So, like, that's a smart choice. Going to L.A. is a smart choice because it's the rest of the team's fault if they lose. It would make no sense for him to go to L.A. because then he's the center of the franchise. He's the star player. All the blame would be on him. It just doesn't make any sense. It's not his personality. The dude still drives a car from the 90s. He still lives in an apartment. Saving money. He, it's him and Giannis. They're old-fashioned dudes. They don't need all this glitz and glamour. He wants to go to L.A. only because he grew up there. Yeah. He grew up somewhere, you know, near Paul George <laughs> in in. Did he really? In, no, not actually. But oh, somewhere, he was Paul George's neighbor. Somewhere in the Cal- in California. So they're Laker fans, so they want to go there. Somewhere in California. They somewhere. basically grew up next to each other. The largest state in... Uh, yeah. Well, no, it's not. But Alaska basically. is the largest state, but... True. Um, yeah. It, Fun fact. Geography lesson 101. Alaska is cold. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite lines from... Uh, from uh, Ryan Reynolds, he was talking about how he was he was talking to the Prime Minister of Canada, and he goes, yeah, I bounced a few ideas off of him about how we can take Alaska. He didn't really like them. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> That's amazing. He was just talking, I was like, yeah, the Prime Minister. It's like, what? what? <laughs> so, yeah, that that's all I'm going to say about Kawhi. I, he's not going to the Clippers. There's just no way. But if he does... Are you gonna be sad? It's if he does. Are you gonna cry if he does? No, I don't, I'll cheer for him. <laughs> are, you gonna, are you gonna cry? What if that picked me up? <laughs> um, no. If he does, it's because the Spurs. See, I don't think the Spurs would even do that though, because the Clippers don't have good enough assets to trade for him either. Like, it's compared to what the Lakers and the. 76ers have to trade for him like players and draft picks so who do you they don't have a first round pick who do you honestly think that the Lakers would trade if they trade like you not not like a dream situation no, for yeah. you, but like honestly, an actual dreams, yeah no actual it would be ooh, Kuzma and Ingram for sure you don't think they would just give up Lonzo Lonzo might be in there if it's I don't. I don't think Pop would want Lonzo. I think ideally Pop would want those two, maybe one other player like a Josh Hart or a Luol Deng, and then a pick, all for Kawhi Leonard. But here's the thing, which is also just getting getting Kawhi. So that's a big if thing I'm the Lakers, place. I'm not trading for Kawhi. I think I might have talked about this on my last podcast, so I won't go into too much detail. But if I'm the Lakers, I don't trade for Kawhi. Well, tell me about it because I didn't listen to it. Yeah, that's what I'm. I, I'm not going to trade for Kawhi. I'm going to wait it out. I'm going to go trade for Damian Lillard. I'm going to go trade for John Wall. I'm going to go trade for someone else because Kawhi wants to play in L.A. and his contract is up next season. So why give up a bunch of picks for him and players, go get someone else, and then sign him in in free agency next year? That's true. And then you have three stars. That's my – or just don't trade for anyone. Just have LeBron, you know – just have LeBron this year. Yeah, I mean, he's, and then, he's and then doing sing, pretty well by himself in a team that had then, nothing. Because then you have a starting lineup of Lonzo Ball. I don't know who their shooting guard would be, honestly. 
I Lonzo Ball, a shooting guard, LeBron, Kawhi, and Kyle Kuzma in there, and then probably Josh Hart. I'm thinking. You know who could be a shooting guard? Carmelo Anthony. Yeah. Want to hop on a segue? Segue. Like <laughs> Dust off this old segue. Do you have the same that you have the same page up as I do? So Carmelo Anthony. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. I. I. It's interesting because he could go to L.A., but those are his jerseys and his numbers and shit. <laughs> you clicking on them? Yeah. You know Kawhi Leonard. It's interactive. Gee, Kawhi Leonard. We're done with Kawhi Leonard. Carmelo Anthony. <laughs> He's too big. What is his he middle name? Kayam? Carmelo Kayam Anthony. Interesting. It's pronounced Cran. <laughs> Carmelo Cran Anthony. Carmelo Anthony opted into his player option contract in Oklahoma City. So he's technically under contract with Oklahoma City for one more year. But Oklahoma City doesn't want him because he wants to start and they want him to come off the bench. They want Carmelo to come off the bench? Yes, because... They want Hoodie Mello to come off the bench? Look at his stats. That's true, but like... (laughs) He's not the same Carmelo that he used to be. And that's the thing. He has no self-awareness at this point in his career. So... They're agreeing, uh, reportedly agreeing on a buyout so that he's going to become a free agent. So they've already let him go talk to, I think it was only Houston, but he's Houston's interested, L.A. is interested, and someone else is interested. I think it's Miami. Those three teams are interested in signing him once he gets bought out. So here's the thing. I think Houston, I think Houston is going to get him because they just lost two forwards and they kind of need to make a desperation leap to stay relevant with the Warriors, even though they won't be, (laughs) because they lost their two best defensive forwards and no one's going to be able to guard Kevin Durant. So, they're done. Houston's done. They had their one year. They they messed it up because CP3 hurt himself. That's that's the story there. But that's the most likely... (laughs) <laughs> mellow hoodie mellow sweet melon yeah i saw that earlier those are his nicknames did you see like he's what, most likely going to houston did you see what lebron's were no what are his, his king nicknames. james yep. lbj chosen one yep bron 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 the little emperor <laughs> and the akron hamper hamper the hammer what? the uh akron hammer oh akron 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 akron, the akron yeah. hammer yeah I've i haven't i haven't heard, heard about the last two the little emperor the Little Emperor. Yeah. What? <laughs> I've heard Bron Bron. I've heard that the Chosen One is what they called him out of high school. Um, so I get that. <laughs> Little Emperor. I love it. So so LeBron, <laughs> Bron Bron, and Sweet Melon, they, they're friends. They're friends off, off, off the court. They're very good friends, apparently. But so is Chris Paul and, and Melon. <laughs> And sweet, I'm sweet call melon. melon, melon Anthony, now. and Carmelo. So melon they're Anthony. all friends off the court, but the thing is, they've all had chances to play with Melon, and they. <laughs> I said that straight faced, and it got you. You did. <laughs> they've all had a chance to play with him, and they've never taken the opportunity because I think they see him as a selfish player who can't shoot anymore, who's past his prime. And so, why would LeBron want him on his team? Here's here's That's the thing. Here's my reasoning. Mello should want to go to the Lakers. Melon. Melon. He should want to go to the Lakers to play with LeBron. Because, honestly, that Laker team is going to vie for a championship this year. 
They're not going to win it. They're not going to probably not going to get there because of Golden State, but they're they're going to be contenders. Here's the reason LeBron should want Melo, Melon, because Lamelo Melon, Lamelo, because then this year when he doesn't beat Golden State and potentially doesn't beat Houston, he has a scapegoat. Because you have these two young players, three young players in Lonzo Ingram and Kuzma. You don't want to be throwing them under the bus. You don't want to say, hey, we lost because these young guys don't know how to play yet. You want to build them up. So if you bring a guy like Melo onto this team, <laughs> he just becomes the dumbest You can player literally say, okay, well, this dude shot 20%. That's why we lost. If he makes 50%, we w- he, LeBron can use Melo. And, and it wouldn't even be LeBron using him as a, an excuse. It would be the media. The yeah. media would all say, oh, yeah, Melo screwed this up for him. Melo's shooting too much. Melo's, he's not the guy he used to be. It would be a good excuse for LeBron because he's not going to beat Golden State. Probably might not even beat Houston this year. It, I think it, that's why I think LeBron should want Melo on the Lakers because it, he's a, he'd be a scapegoat at that point. Yeah. You, don't, you don't have to put the pressure on the young guys. And, it, yeah, I mean, that's the whole reason. I don't know. That's that's all I really have on it. But I I honestly think <laughs> that's I honestly think oh jeez excuse me I honestly think that he's just gonna go to Houston. Uh, he, I think they they need him. They don't need him, but they it's a desperation should get move. Him. They should get him because they lost guys. They're gonna be they're going to be the most offensive non defensive playing team ever, <laughs> and it's gonna be great. Uh. Because they need defense. So like the Green Bay Packers. Dude, the Packers are looking good this year. I'm just yeah. telling you. Well, yeah. But anyway, okay, that's enough on Melo. I, dude's washed up. He's overrated. He's done. When do you get to start talking about the Packers? Because I want to come back. Very soon. I'm excited. I'm very excited. Colin Coward started talking about him already. Really? So I'm talking about football in Did general. he already start ripping into him? Because no, he actually he did his NFC North predictions today. And he actually had the Packers winning the division at eleven and five. Really? And he has the Vikings at. He didn't nine. have them like finishing at eight and he eight. He has like the Vikings nine and seven. That's fair. He has the Packers because he thinks Aaron Rodgers has a chip on his shoulder after the injury, and because <laughs> we bolstered. <laughs> he has a chip in his shoulder after the chip injury. In his shoulder. He likes our defensive front with Mike Daniels plus the addition of Muhammad Wilkerson and Lowry Go on. and Lowry, who's a backup. My now. boy. And um. And he likes our weakness over the past couple of years has been our defense, our secondary, and we addressed that in the draft the past two years. He likes those moves a lot. He thinks that we're eleven and five. Plus, our first five games, we he thinks we can win. It's like I don't remember the schedule, but and then the last three games we can win. So that's eight. You know, starting off good, ending off good. He thinks that's a perfect recipe for a playoff berth. And I agree with everything. If you guys, you know, go listen to Colin Coward. He's a fantastic. Uh, sports dude, especially this football stuff. I wish. Colin Coward, <laughs> notice me. <laughs> notice Please me. notice me. Speaking of that, before we get into our next day, so I'm going to bring this up now because I've – so yeah, right You've gone back on the Colin like twice already. Yeah, but it, it has nothing to do with Colin. It has so much to do with another podcaster that I am obsessed with. And his name – is Matthew Watson. God, I wish. No, see, there. I've thought about them because, but they're not sports dudes. So, like, I could bring. I don't know. I could, I could do a bonus. You could bring them guest rooms. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. I have started a Twitter. 
Twitter invasion of one Pat McAfee. I have I have been tweeting. I have been sending messages to all of his coworkers. I have been sending messages to him. I am trying to get Pat McAfee to come on my podcast, <laughs> mainly because he's my favorite human being in the world. I am a little hurt with that one. I I don't care. <laughs> Pat McAfee, former NFL punter, best punter like ever. And now he's a podcaster for Barstool, and he's one of my favorite human beings. Like, he's so funny, he, and he's so smart, and he's done so well for himself after retiring. I don't know. I'm looking and through your Twitter. I'm it's, not it's seeing It's under replies because I tweeted to him. Tweets and replies. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> I was just looking at the tweets. But he's not replying to me, and I'm, I'm just really sad. But I, if I could ever – oh, excuse me. If I could ever get Pat McAfee on this podcast – it would be a dream come true. I don't even. You know what? You are. <laughs> people so and people might think that I'm doing this, you know, just to get a big name on here and grow the podcast. If I had the opportunity, and Which he, is a plus, and if but. for some reason he said, you know, I don't want this to air, just you can only interview me for your own. I would still do it. Yeah. If I could just record it and no one else would hear it but me, I don't even. I would still do it. I would hear it. I, yeah, I would show. I would be but in like, there. I would like, be sitting underneath the desk. I legitimately just want to talk to him that bad. I want to sit down and have a conversation with him. Or even like a Skype call is what well, I... You should have gone to NXT. I, I should have gone to NXT. If I would have had money, I would have gone to NXT because he was there. That's oh what so I'm saying. Sponsor this podcast. Someone sponsor I'm pulling for you. <laughs> I'm not even on here. I wouldn't be getting anything your revenue. I just want to talk to Pat McAfee. That's the only thing. I'm going to keep tweeting him <laughs> technically you're talking with him he's just not responding exactly yeah i'm good yeah we're technically talking yeah i'm just doing most of the talking at yeah. this point it's like a one-way relationship it's fine he's gonna notice he needs to notice me he probably point. has noticed he's he just like god has. this kid because i've literally messaged like five of his co-workers too. <laughs> one of her one of them responded sam roberts he could probably get that too I should message Sam Roberts. God, people are going to hate me. I don't even care. I messaged one. <laughs> one of the coworkers actually responded to me, and she was like, oh, you have to contact him. And I was like, okay, but how? Like, I've tried. She was like, oh, you know, social media. Thanks. Thanks, Jordan. Like, I didn't already try Your that. boss? <laughs> no. Your boss works for Pat McAfee? This could be, wor- this could be working so much better than you. Pat McAfee. <laughs> anyway. I'm trying to get the McAfee on the show. Kyle works for Pat McAfee. I wish I would. I would move. I would drop out of school and I would move. You already did drop out of school. <laughs> Don't bring it up. I would 100% drop out of school and go work for Pat McAfee if, if given the opportunity. Well, here's the opportunity. Here's my opportunity. Go do it. I need a guarantee. It's. I'm not just gonna go. I don't have a. Anyway. Back to sports. What? <laughs> you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. So go, go get shoot it. Your, I am shooting my shot. I'm on Twitter. Go get if, if you want to yell at celebrities, <laughs> go to Twitter. Go oh, to Matt, Matt Watson. Okay. Back to the NBA. Back to actual sports. <laughs> so the Milwaukee Bucks have brought have signed two new people now. They have First they signed Arsene Lisova the first weekend of uh, NBA free agency, and now they've signed Brooke Lopez. I think these are really good pickups because Brook Lopez, he has evolved. He he's a big center. He's at seven foot, but now th- as the game has evolved to you know three point shooting, he's almost three hundred pounds. I know, dude. He's he's a big dude, but like because the game has evolved to three point shooters, he has he went out and said, you know what? If I have to start shooting three pointers, that's fine. I will, and he did. He shot thirty four percent for three pointers. <laughs> 
that's pretty good for a big dude. That's <laughs> pretty, pretty good, good for a seven foot guy. That's pretty good for an NBA player. You really in can't teach that. <laughs> hey, we can say that now because it got exempt. You can't teach that. But <laughs> I th- <laughs> I really like that. This this Brook Lopez pick made me really excited because he was really good for LA last year. Um, and I think he's a good, really good addition. Obviously, another tall dude to this Milwaukee team who's just ridiculously long with Thon Maker. Who I would have to get up Giannis. on a stepping stool to look up Giannis, to even bro. barely see their chins. Yeah, is ridiculous. But um, yeah, I I really like this pick. Like I said, he averaged uh, it was only 13 points last year, but still four rebounds, and he's shooting 34 percent from the three point line. Like that's big. Yep. That's going to be a big addition. He's just a good. It adds more offense, a consistent offensive player to the team, along with Ursan Ilyasova, who can also shoot. And it it just adds more offense to the team. And now with this defensive-minded coach, we're going to be able to build our defense. And Brooke Lopez, he's a solid defender too, especially big men. Um, It it just bolsters our roster even more. I think think the Bucs, with LeBron leaving, I I will stand by (laughs) – I did make a prediction that I thought it was going to be Bucks Lakers in the finals, but I don't think the Lakers are going to make it anymore. Um, but I, I'm still pretty confident that the Bucks could make it. They would have to beat Boston, which is going to be hard. But I think the Bucks. I'll stand by my prediction that the Bucks will be the second seed in the East behind Boston. And if they get to the finals, will you buy you and I tickets for the finals? Will you make that claim on your own podcast? Yes, <gasps> I will. Does that mean we get the other two finals this year? If, that, <laughs> if the Bucks make it to the NBA Finals, I will buy me and you tickets to go to the game. <laughs> I I don't know. Boston's good. I think Boston's good. I honestly think Boston's going to win the title next year. I think, over, I think they're going to beat Golden over State. Over the Golden State Toonies? Golden State's they're, – they're on the down downswing. That's why they signed Boogie because they know they're on the downswing. They gotta add help. I don't know. The thing that's pathetic that they say they have to add health. Not many health help. Okay, but think about this. Think about the impact that LeBron James has had on this team. How many a seven and three or seventy three and nine team had to go and sign a former NBA MVP because they were scared because a dude beat them in the finals. A dude, not a team. A dude beat them in the finals. Well, I shouldn't say that. Kyrie helped a lot in that. In that. Imagine series, but if LeBron would have gone the <laughs> to Golden State, if he would have took a minimum. Jesus, could you imagine that's ring that? chasing at its finest? That's ring chasing. But it's just straight up. I, God, that would have been. That would be. Close. That would and be you know him getting part? a ring for the next like ten years. I'm such a LeBron James fan. That I would have still, I would have cheered for them. I think it would have been fun because I don't watch basketball. It would have been kind of fun because they straight up would have went seventy or eighty-two and zero, like for seven years in a row. I'm convinced. <laughs> I'm convinced. No, I, you know, I think he would have signed with them like maybe one or two years. He wouldn't. He wouldn't be there for a four-year deal. Yeah, that's true. He's in LA for a four-year deal because he trusts the, the management and, and the coach. But, and he also wants to play with this kid. But yeah, I, I, I legitimately think if LeBron or even Kawhi, I think if one of those two went to Golden State on this current roster, I think they would legitimately go 82-0. And, <laughs> and it would be kind of fun to watch. Yeah. It'd be fun, more fun It would be fun this. to watch for a year. Oh, yeah. not Like, no, the yeah. next year after just that, you would literally just be, like, watching and going, this is dumb. Break up the team. 
Yeah, but um, it wouldn't happen. They would but just yeah, so Brooke, Brooke Lopez and Urson to the Bucks, big moves for the Bucks. I think. Yeah. They, yeah. And and drafting Dante DiVincenzo, which I called. You're gonna just keep plugging that every single. Podcast? I am gonna plug that all the time because right. I called that. And stroking your no own one ego with that it. one. I looked at a couple other mock drafts. No a couple one. of them. A couple of them. I looked at two more. Nobody called it. <laughs> I'm pretty one. much the biggest guy in the I NBA. I found one on Reddit. No one <laughs> on Reddit. No. I found two on Tumblr. <laughs> that was the matter with everyone. Yeah. Um, Not that difficult. The second name. Get it Bucks, right. Bucks are going to be the two seed next year. Book it now. Um, yeah, better book the tickets for us. So our la- my f- our fit- sixth, sixth and final topic for today <laughs> is the entertaining <laughs> and reigning defending undisputed ch- universal champion of the world he's not even a champion he is though I, no he's not <laughs> i know it sucks because it doesn't feel like he is that was still i moved away and that was still super, I don't even <laughs> you were like <laughs> dude went to so ufc to brock lesnar has a worse potty mouth <laughs> that's amazing. This, that's probably why they don't give him a mic on WWE. It's because he would just like walk around going, oh, he was drop an F bomb. This dude. I would love that. Up, I think I exited out of it, didn't I? AJ Styles. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, okay, so 226, it was DC versus Stipe. And, oh, I found it. Um, Excuse me. <laughs> I wonder if you can hear that. Quite professional. <laughs> I'm still sick. I have an excuse. So perfect. <laughs> DC beat Stipe to become the one of the new champion. I think it was the heavyweight champion, light heavyweight champion. Wait, oh no, it was. He's already light heavyweight champion. champion. He beat Stipe for the heavyweight champion, so now he's a double champ. So then Brock Lesnar was ringside in his cowboy boots, and DC in his four piece called suit, him out in his cowboy four-piece boots. Suit. Yeah, looking and, like a champ. And uh, DC. Just straight up called him out, and he said, Brock Lesnar, get in the ring. So then, Brock Lesnar comes into the ring, pushes DC like a big old shove, pushes Daniel Cormier, and then and then takes the mic from Joe, well, <laughs> Joe Rogan he holds He holds Rogan's hand. He basically holds Rogan's <laughs> hand with the mic, and he calls, uh, he calls uh, Nganu the B-word, the bitch. I can say that because I'm not on there. The B word. The B- <laughs> <laughs> I just broke fell. the chair. <laughs> he calls he calls Nganu a bitch. He calls um, Stipe, who just got <laughs> Stipe just got knocked the hell out. Yeah, by so Cormier. He, so he's a bitch. So then he just he's just like yeah, Stipe, you're a bitch too. I mean yeah. And then he, he says DC, DC, you're a bitch. Fight me, and and then he. Calls or no? He calls Stipe a mother or uh, DC and a motherfucker. <gasps> <gasps> Language monetization. Monetiz- yeah, because I'm totally getting monetized on YouTube. Yeah, and he hey hey, up oh, my views on YouTube so yeah. I can get monetized. Follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter. Olson two K eighteen at Zachary Raisman on Twitter. <laughs> I can't imagine anyone still listening after. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Everyone's going to be listening. This is going to give you, like, at least 12 views. So, I... Okay, but literally, this was one of the best... It almost looked scripted. Like, this was one of the best Lesnar segments in fighting in a long time. Yeah, and this guy gets paid $7 million a year in WWE to have a script. 
and this yeah, isn't he even just a script. There in the ring. Yeah. But this makes me think this dude could actually like he could be like legit entertaining in WWE. Instead, they just have him stand there. Just in the not ring in the PG era. And I, I okay, potty mouth aside, I think he <laughs> could still, still call him potty mouth. <laughs> like potty mouth. He even with Heyman still talking, they, every time that Lesnar's there in WWE, it's literally the same thing. They sit in the ring. And he stands slightly to the side of Heyman, who's standing Brock, in the middle of the ring. Brock room. bounces a little bit. Brock his, stands his boobies there, bounce around. Bounce with the belt around his waist, and Heyman does all the shit talking. Sometimes with a funny little hat. And that's all it is. Every time. There might be a little physicality here and there. Someone will F- get F5. Roman Reigns may come out and call him a bitch. But that's <laughs> it. Why can't he come out and actually do it? He looks... Like, he's actually super cocky. He he just has a big old smile on his face because he knows that he's a better fighter and a bigger dude than DC. He I would knows say he he's a bigger him. dude. Uh, yeah, he's not a better <laughs> he's fighter. Not better fighter. He's definitely not a better fighter than DC. But he's he's a bigger dude than DC. He knows he can beat him in a fight. So he's just big smile. And he's not – he doesn't do that on WWE TV. It, I don't get it. He smiles. He smirks. But he's not like this. But he's I get standing it. Standing like, there bouncing. <laughs> the difference is that you can tell that that's acting. Right here, it's right. literally that he's just, I, I'm, I'm gonna be better than you. You can talk all your little games and stuff like that, but I'm gonna kick your ass when we fight. <laughs> <laughs> so other than him having his best uh, fighting, what is, fighting. Thing, what am I looking? What? I don't know. I'm not sure what I. He, you look like a lost dog. <laughs> I'm like really confused about what you're trying to say. I talk for a living. That's not for a living. I don't get paid. I I talk a lot. <laughs> Sponsor me. Sponsor me. Make Follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter. Follow me on SoundCloud. First round KO. Um, this Finally dude. <laughs> I don't have a Reddit. Jeez. The, one of the best. <laughs> one of the best. Here's a. This was one of the best fighting sports segments that Brock Lesnar has been a part of in the better half of two years. And he didn't have his WWE championship with him, his Universal Championship. He should have. He should have. Yeah. Because he's still Universal Champion. Yeah. And here's the other thing. So WWE over the past several months has been trying to tell this story that Brock Lesnar is a bad guy, that, that, that he doesn't care about WWE. So why not? So this happened, right? And everyone in sport in the wrestling world is thinking, okay, Raw's gonna be able, you know, Raw's gonna be able to run with this. They're no, gonna be they're able not to, gonna do anything with this. They literally didn't mention it. Not a single word. They mentioned Rousey. Getting, oh right, that was yesterday, wasn't it? Yeah, I, I Raw, keep forgetting what Raw day was, it is. Yeah, Raw was yesterday at the time we were recording this. It was yesterday. Yeah. It, oh, I just time dated night. this episode. <sighs> Even though it's going out tomorrow. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. They literally did not mention. It. They mentioned Rousey getting inducted in the Hall of Fame, which happened the same night. But they did not mention their universal champion making his return to UFC. They didn't even mention it. And they could use this. They could say, look, he showed up to this other fighting. He doesn't care. He, do- he literally didn't bring his belt. And now. Yeah, his goofy looking red uh, belt. Sorry, title. It's not a belt. It's a belt. Vince will probably have my head if he ever heard that. that, that they, can't, they can't say belt. That red championship yes. is just a belt. It's, it's a belt from Rue 21 it's at this so point. It's so bad because he hasn't been there. Like, I get, okay, if it were, if the roles were reversed, if the Universal Championship were on SmackDown and Lesnar was the actual WWE champion, it would be different. 
because that's an established belt. It's a prestigious belt. It's the top belt in pro wrestling. And it would almost help the belt to be off TV and be a special attraction. Yeah. But when you have... Let, like Disney World. Yeah. You don't go there every week. Now you're, now you're speaking my language. <laughs> <laughs> but now you have the Universal Championship, who's three years old, and it's, it's a toddler. And you, when you have it off of TV, you only have it defended six times over a year and a half span. That's so bad for building the belt. And you've only seen it probably six times. Yeah. Sometimes he doesn't even bring it when he's on WWE TV. Yeah. Like, it's so bad for wrestling. It's terrible. So now, officially uh, on the 8th, Lesnar re-entered the USADA drug testing pool. So that means he still has six months left on his suspension from his Mark Hunt fight. And so now he can officially fight again. His, his suspension will be up unless he, for some reason, pulls himself out of the pool again. He can now fight January 8th, 2019, which so conflicts he, reports that he was going to fight D.C. in November. <laughs> I was Everyone was like, yeah, he's going to fight. He can't unless he secretly entered USADA months ago. There's no way. But so now he can't fight until January. So now... I don't know if they just don't have DC fight until September or until geez, September, until January, January, which is possible. UFC fighters, you know, or maybe just not defend the belt. He can I was fight. Say Connor hasn't fought. Like, almost a year. Connor's also in jail. <laughs> I don't think no, he's still in jail. He's but not he's, in jail. He's under he's prosecution. He's going to be in trial. Yeah, he. Yeah. Um, so that's a different story. But that's a fun story. They, they could have him fight, just not defend the title, because I'm pretty sure that Lesnar's the next challenger for that title. Which, God, this just sounds like WWE. It really just... Yeah, it's oh, just somebody so comes back and says, oh, look at that, you can have the title. So Lesnar needs to drop the Universal title. He needed to drop that a few months ago. He did, but I think WWE have now realized that he also needs to drop it. So he's going to drop it at SummerSlam, reports say. Which, honestly, they could keep it on him now until January. Yeah. Or even after that and have him beat, you know, if he beats DC, he could be a WWE champion and a U- UFC champion. Ooh, I, I know. Kill me, right? If that would happen, I mm. that would actually be the thing that would probably make me stop watching. I would WWE. not watch Raw anymore. That's for sure. Like, I, already, I, I already barely watch it. I would still watch SmackDown. I probably just watch the pay per views with the boys. With the boys. The boys. The boys the that new, will be on here. The new Bullet Shield Day Club, who are going to be on a Monday show. <laughs> That's awesome. Me. Yeah, we're all going to be in the studio so, recording. Our immediate reactions after Extreme Rules. It's going to so, be great. If you hate me being on this podcast, better get fucking used to it. Because <laughs> I'm going to be back on. <laughs> so Okay. So here's the... Apparently the plan is for him to drop the title at SummerSlam. Apparently, reports have also come out that DC, Daniel Cormier, is going to be at SummerSlam and cost <laughs> Lester the championship. <laughs> if they... <laughs> Is that a national report? <laughs> yes. Like That's uh, ridiculous. Apparently they want DC to be involved in the finish. That's ridiculous. <laughs> so here's my point. Who's he fighting? Is he fighting? No one knows yet. Uh, so... It's going to be Roman. Here's my fantasy booking. And it's here gonna are be Roman. actual reports say that he's going to beat Roman again. 
But then, le- then Cormier is going to cash in. No, Strowman cashes. <laughs> Cormier doesn't have the, top, or the briefcase. So here's my fantasy booking. Lesnar and Reigns just have a quick hitting, like like Lesnar and Goldberg at WrestleMania, where they just 10 minutes of just power move, just 10 F5s, 15 spears. So a normal yeah. fair fight. So they just beat the crap out of each other. Lesnar wins with his 20th F5, whatever they decide to do. Lesnar, Roman Lesnar can the then the ring spear him pole. again or something. Or no, 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 no. It, scrap that. After the match, Lesnar or er, Reigns is done. He he rolls out. He walks to the back. He's bleeding. DC He's comes dead. into the ring and gives him a power bomb or a slam or puts him in a submission holder. Gives him an F five. Yeah, does something. That'd be funny. And then Strowman comes out and cashes in because then DC cost him. And then I don't know. They can, so that's your booking. That's that's how I. Then that's not going to happen. No, absolutely <laughs> not. My fantasy booking never comes true because WWE's dumb. Hire me for creative. Hire me. Sponsor. Hire me. Sponsor. Sponsor my podcast. So <laughs> it's just Twitter. follow me on Twitter. Rolls in K eighteen. SoundCloud and YouTube. First, first round Kale. Um, listen to his podcast. Listen to my podcast, <laughs> which you probably already are. If you're if you're if, if you're, you're listening at, to this podcast, listen to hour, this podcast. <laughs> If you're at, if you're 80 minutes into this podcast, you are a hardcore listener, and I doubt I have any. Of Either that, or you're just an idiot, <laughs> or you have nothing else to do, or you think we're funny, yeah. which I think we are. I think yeah. we're entertaining. I mean, I've been I've been chuckling. It's probably the fact oh, that yeah. it's midnight, oh, almost, God, almost. Yeah. Brock Lesnar is damaging WWE. He's damaging the the Universal Title. He needs to leave, and. With all of this, it makes me very hopeful that he's actually done with WWE. Unless he gets busted for drugs again, because then he'll get suspended. And then he'll come back to WWE. Where Vince doesn't care. Right. Where he doesn't quote-unquote care because we don't have cameras. Right. And we'll do the quote-unquote. Yeah. It's ridiculous. that Where he'll care about four different people doing he's it. Been but then champion. The rest of them. Yeah, he's been champion for a year and a half here. But in order to even fight in UFC, he has to re-enter the drug pool. It's ridiculous. He's it's just terrible. And I I'm looking at this as hope for WWE that they are going to have him drop the belt. If they want him to be a dual champ, have him win the UFC belt first and then he can come back and win something. That's fine. I'd be okay with that. As long as he they, doesn't hold it until the next fight. Because then that Have him be the cruiserweight champion. We just kinda <laughs> give, we just kinda give anybody the cruiserweight champion at this point. So Oh my goodness. Because no. God knows that title is not credible. Yeah, sadly. <sighs> sadly. They, the only I time that thing was credible was when, like, the beginning when TJP won it. At some point, I'm going to show you the match from last week. It wasn't even a Cruiserweight title match, but it was on 205 Live. It was an Extreme extreme Rules match, I think. God, smart not to save that for Extreme Rules. I mean, it's 205 Live. They haven't done anything like on Raw or pay-per-views lately, which is, I don't know. I think they're trying to start their own thing, like NXT. Um, Good. I think, yeah. I think it should become part of NXT, especially since Triple H has it. But it was an Extreme Rules match between Mustafa Ali and Buddy Murphy, and it is one of the best WWE matches. That sounds matches phenomenal. Of this. Yeah, you know the Spanish Fly move. Yeah, they did that off of the barricade onto the announce table. Buddy Murphy was on the barricade, standing there. I'll show you this clip. Oh, this is he, and me then Mustafa jumps onto the announce table, onto the barricade, Spanish Fly onto the table, and the table didn't break. No. So was it the Sasha match, Banks in a mask? The match was fantastic. Charger Banks in a mask. 
205 Live is is getting up there. I think there's a there was a title match tonight. I didn't watch. Obviously, I came yeah. straight here. Recommendation for anybody that's ever been interested in watching WWE, if you're still listening, watch yes. NXT yes. or, or um, 205, 205 Live. Yeah. Yes, because Triple H produces them and writes yeah. them, and he's fantastic. NXT specifically, yeah. any takeover. Go watch any takeover. any takeover. Especially this last one. This last, this last one, one was absolutely phenomenal. The one before that was better. <laughs> but, uh, really? yeah, I think so. These ones, this last one was predictable. Every match was predictable. Yeah, but it was still so It was still amazing. That was the reason why that's, it was good. That's true. Yeah. Because it was, yeah. It, any, literally any Because takeover, Johnny Wrestling could, is the best person ever. Oh, absolutely. But you could literally go into the WWE Network and handpick any takeover from any time period. And every single one is good. Dave Meltzer says it all the time on Wrestling Observer. He, there good. has not been a bad takeover since. Who's yet. the dude that give, um, gives the ratings? Dave Meltzer. That's Dave Meltzer. It's Dave Meltzer and then his... We should start doing his that. Co- <laughs> giving out star ratings. Yeah. We give this one uh, four and a half stars. Five and a half arm flexes out of five. <laughs> <laughs> just give not, first not stars. Just first ever. <laughs> what did you say? Arm, fle- arm flexes. Arm flexes. Yeah. We'll give them. Six out of flex pack. Six out of four stars. <laughs> sixty-four. Super yeah. Mega. Sixty-four. Brock Lesnar's terrible. <laughs> get it? Get him out of the WWE. <laughs> I have to pee. <laughs> Can you have we to pee? This podcast? Yeah. So <laughs> my one last thing. You don't have to do one last. If you want to do a one last thing, you can. It can literally be about anything or anyone. It doesn't have to be sports. I'll figure it out. Yeah. So my one last thing is uh, Miller Park. Go watch a Brewer game at Miller Park because it is just such a fun atmosphere. And not only is this team just super fun to watch, but that park in general is just – there's not a bad seat. It's super fun to watch. There's No, I'll give that – there are bad seats. Wait, where? Don't sit underneath – like if you go out in the bleachers in right field, don't sit in the bottom section of right field because you can't see anything. Ooh, because really? the top bleachers like oh, impede everything, okay. so you can't sit there. So other than like those four rows – Anywhere in Miller Park is fine. Go go watch a game at Miller Park. Yeah. It's it's a fun atmosphere. It's the Brewers they and their production, everything is just it's very well done. Follow them on Twitter. Follow them on Twitter. Twitter has been like, great. This that year. that's the main thing. Social yeah. media. It doesn't yeah. matter if you follow us. But yeah. But follow them. Yeah. I just had I every time I go to Miller Park, I'm just amazed by the atmosphere and how fun it actually is for a baseball game. Not a lot of people think baseball is entertaining anymore. Huh? I'm going to go tomorrow. I work tomorrow. You no, know, they also don't play. Are they off tomorrow? <laughs> they just don't play at home until oh, after yeah, the break. They're, they're in Miami. <laughs> what are you talking about? Do you want to go tomorrow? Oh, let's just go to Miller Park. Let's go to Miami. Yeah, I work, but oh well. Let's, let's go to Miami. Go. I got the next two days to off. Go to Miami. That's one of the next parks I want to go to. Yeah. Um, let's go. Tomorrow. But yeah, go, go watch a game at Miller Park. And you travel anything? to Miami. You got anything? That was my final thing. Travel, to, travel Miami. to Miami? No. Just in general? Um, last thing was, uh, oh, I wasn't thinking about it when, because I had to think about it. I had to correct to, your own thing. trying to rib me. Yeah. I was trying to, no, I was correcting you. I was trying to save the people because I just sat there. For my birthday, like seven years ago or something yeah. like that, um, we were seeing the Pirates. And I was like, I'm going to see all the bleacher seats. So my dad and I went out there. We were sitting there. That's like, why those tickets are so cheap. Yeah, and then like three, and then like two innings into the game, we were like, this sucks. That's the 100 section in right field? I think so. Yeah, those, yeah. Ch- those tickets were cheap. Yeah. I was looking at it's like, those. those suck. And then we were like, we like sat on the other field and it was fun. Yeah. But. That's fair. Yeah. I don't really have another thing. No? I'm good. No one last thing. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm boring. That's the podcast. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, Thank you, Zach.
for yep. coming on. This was a last minute decision. Literally last minute. It. I texted him at work yeah. saying, I'll go on your podcast to have, tonight. I was supposed to have someone else on, but he'll be on um, Friday. Oh, my one last thing. If you ever have a second choice, always pick Raceman. <laughs> what? I don't know. I'm tired. I've been up since four. <laughs> Day. We need to go to sleep. Thank you, everyone, for listening. This podcast avail- is available on SoundCloud and YouTube. Just search First Round KO. Give me a subscribe. Leave me a comment. Find me on Twitter, Olson2K18. Zach, Twitter? Zachary Raceman. At Zachary Raceman. Yeah. Go give us a follow. Remember, you miss 100% of the shots that you don't take. Go shoot your shot. I'll see you guys on Friday. Begger, begging, please don't make me feel this again. Things are getting eerie like the lake is down in Michigan. Had a good year, kind of tired. Where the Michelin at the finish line? Go get the checkered flag. Take a couple more shots. That's extended mag. I don't mean to brag. You smell the scented bag. I pull up solo at the function. I'm a tennis dag. Stone cold bachelor. Acid rapping chancellor. Couple years an amateur, but never had a chance. We are. You see me as a challenge to me.